0: I remember it used to be 35p to get on the bus oh, now you can't funny. even look at one for 35p quite no. frankly you're like how fucking dare you don't even look at me I'm a double decker bus I'm owned by the queen King. now the queen's learn some from heaven because they smell like death yeah, fair enough hello 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 and welcome to bitches with beards and on today's episode i say i love you i really love you oops i did it again max i did it again we're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas but in truth we're just a couple of bitches with beards i'm max and i'm daniel and we both have opinions so let's get this party started Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. The dog days are dogging.
1: They've dogged.
0: They They have have dogged. Dogged.
1: Today was wonderful weather. Today was no humidity, low humidity, but it's been hellacious.
0: Sweaty this morning, no.
1: Oh, was it?
0: I didn't have to go out. I got to telework from home today. I ran 14 miles before 9 a.m.
1: Well, aren't you just perfection?
0: I looked the last three days of running and I did today 10.10 10 minutes and 22 seconds a mile uh-huh. yesterday I did 10 minutes and 21 seconds a mile and the day before that 10 minutes and 23 seconds
1: well that's improvement yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go has been a week it's been a bit stressful for us Ooh. wait 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 don't mind put lube up reach in and pull a show out my ass
1: oh there we go there we god go.
0: did we have a last minute
1: I literally, I was at lunch with H today, or the priest, sorry. And, um.
0: H from Steps?
1: Yes, H from Steps. I was at lunch with H from Steps, and I was like, you don't understand. We were literally texting. Wednesday morning at six trying to figure out a show I said it was down to the bloody wire
0: but I've noticed though we're never without stories but this week there's a couple of like "Mm, oh god stories and we're like can we base a show can we stitch it together can we stitch it together no and and then we were like how we work again let's pull the curtain aside is Daniel is a very good historian and researcher, so usually is the first one, and also because I I edit, I find that you know you while I'm editing, you're kind of getting the head start on it next week. Like, Here's some stories. Here's some stories, which so should... it's like this sort of leapfrog. So we do split the the duties, and then mm-hmm. Daniel was very good at bringing all these ideas in and then went to me well what do we do how what? How do we do it and I went well we can do this here and that here and that here and that's my editing side coming into right. it so the element I was like let's string this with that and this with that and then we've got this and we will see the show that we've got and probably go is this the best you two can do
1: <laughs> probably not but guess what inspiration came at 6 in the morning it's
0: also silly season at the moment so you know DC silly season is just the people students. are on
1: vacation they're out they're out they're doing something I don't know there's not a good scandal right now well I mean there's a good scandal right now but we're not going into that so yeah
0: only two more weeks of summer uh, well not really but you know I'm ready for pumpkin you know. I'm ready for the the to come in the
1: PSL season to hit us I
0: don't do pumpkin spice I do you know I do pumpkin spice uh, in our coffee maker I'll put in some all spice during mm-hmm. the winter months but I do not do I don't even do iced coffee why well, do the iced coffee I never buy coffee
1: Oh, you buy the um the folders, the can and you make Yeah, it. I get
0: the hubs to buy it from Costco, but I, I rarely will I'm not the sort of person that will leave the house, go buy a coffee and then walk somewhere.
1: So I won't buy a coffee but I will go to Whole Foods, get like one of the pre made iced coffees and then take that into work the next day. That's I get I that do. one. Yeah. So it's a little treat for oh, he made it to the office again today. Poor one <laughs>
0: I need to have a little. I'm. I'm. I'm against treating myself. Sometimes I really should treat myself. Sometimes this is this is my
1: argument for treating yourself. It's iced coffee. It is five calories if you drink it. Like it's just a little. Some it's. It's not your normal tea. It's just a little bit of something of like oh. oh. I'm.
0: I'm that boring guy that my breakfast every morning is black coffee and oatmeal with water and um, salt.
1: Well, mine's typically banana and cereal bar. So. I can't
0: see cereal bars are like the greatest hoax of modern civilization In it, you think am I gonna you no know, and the ones they call brunch bar I'm like oh, I want no. a mimosa to fill out of that. oh
1: no if it's, if it's brunch there's gotta be champers involved I, I want a brunch I want
0: a brunch lunchable which comes with like a little bottle of champagne and like a little juice and like you know some eggs
1: oh well, I was gonna say so if you're gonna have a brunch lunchable is it going to be a little charcuterie board with your little flat of your thing of vodka, I think someone vodka. said
0: on a podcast they were talking about oh, screwdriver. Vanessa screwdriver Vanessa Bayer was talking about like an adult like you know instead of buying two lunchables buying an adult size one and someone said I think that's called a charcuterie board yeah and a, a, and a brunch lunchable would be a brunchable yeah a brunchable I'm a here for the brunchables so aside from that Daniel how has your week been
1: oh my week so we had a very interesting session at work that lasted two days in a windowless room for nine hours each day it actually wasn't a windowless room the blinds just didn't work so it felt like it was a windowless room they were just sort of stuck there So, Uh, um, and we got to talk management ideas and essentially the facilitator was like you have ten plans in place all you have to do is initiate one of them, just one and it just went over everyone's head except for some people and I'm like sitting here and I'm like I know we've been saying this that they should do something so it was like pulling tea and because of that i took half the day off today because i'm like no, no wasn't sure
0: if you were meant to be working
1: uh i was supposed to be working i was very much supposed to be working in the office but also the ac is out in the office so it is you know a tin box essentially no and i'm like i'm not gonna work in these conditions no it doesn't
0: sound fun at all
1: no not at all so i worked from home for half a day and then Head Bunch with H or the Priest, whichever you want to call. Um, uh, speaking of that, uh, Priest is off to England for the next two weeks essentially. So. London, England. Well, not just London. He's also going to Oxford, Cambridge, and
0: somewhere else. Durham, maybe? Durham's got a cathedral maybe it's Durham Durham's nice maybe it's Canterbury I don't remember Canterbury's doing really- like all well, the, Arch- yeah. the archbishop I've been to Canterbury yeah. yeah. so all my houses at school were named after cathedrals hmm. and the idea was you were meant to go to visit at some point the cathedral because I was uh, uh, Portsmouth but um, yeah. we didn't we just went to Canterbury oh very that nice that was the way well,
1: very nice um, so he's going to be over there looking at gardens and cathedrals and doing priestly stuff for two weeks so
0: yeah. I'm going to be in them. Okay. Mm. Well, the Hubser is away as well. He's away this weekend picking up mum from Florida. <laughs> and then next week he's away camping. Oh, very nice. Yes. Very, very nice. Well, I had a... Work was... You know, it wasn't... It was just work this week. But um, we, we had an interesting Sunday morning because I decided... <laughs> our We had a recording session on Saturday. And then post-recording session, I we we watched a movie which we're going to and then I decided mm. I was going to relax in uh, inverted commas um, but mm. had a dosage of relaxation which probably wasn't used to I, I managed to get food to the end of Venom 65 million is a bit of a blur mm. and then decided and then I went to bed which was fine right about 12.30 midnight midnight yeah and was all good and then and this is i i I would like to tell everyone that i get up at five o'clock every morning or five five thirty yes so i do i do need sleep and i do know at weekends i do get and i had been up very early to watch the soccer but i ended up like my phone was buzzing and i was like sunday morning and i just went what the fuck And it was the hubs. And I was like, why are you calling me? You know, I'm, you know, and then I looked, it was 1 PM. I slept for 12 hours straight.
1: (laughs) Yes. It it was one of these that I sent you a message in the morning at around nine or seven. I was like, essentially I'm going to be reading blah, blah, blah. Just assumed you were doing the same and you didn't answer. And then your husband sent me a text. Like, have you heard from Max? And I'm like, no he's probably reading he's got a sunday off he's what he probably is doing right now he's like i can't get in touch with him he's like i need you to like go over to my house at one o'clock if you don't hear from him for a welfare check and i'm like i think he's gonna be fine i
0: also don't know why he didn't just call oh apparently he had been calling i did. i got.
1: yeah like that was the thing so i sent you a message and i'm like Hey, I was supposed to be going to dinner with the priest. Could you please wake up or answer or do something? Because I don't want to get sweaty before I do this. And then you sent me a message. It's like, like, fuck. It's like, I'm up. I'm up. And I'm like, great. I managed to get (laughs) squeezed in
0: as much as possible. I got a little bit of editing done. I got editing done in the podcast. And I also managed to cook some soup. But it was like it was weird
1: it was it was a feat max i was proud that your body
0: said that you needed it but it was
1: a little bit like oh, my friend is sleeping <laughs> what a lovely lovely treat
0: <laughs> it was well i i mean i i i'd woken up and i'm pretty sure that it was a lot earlier than it actually was eh, i don't know about that Well, even I've only just woken up. Yes, sleeping <laughs> morning. <laughs> What's in Ian's garden this week?
1: Well, we're going to have a lovely little white wine, a Gasconet called Le Pilar, or Le Pilon, sorry, the windmill. Anyways, it's very um, fruit-forward, stone fruit, you'll get that nectarine peach taste at the end note. It would pair well with some fish.
0: It was nice, very dry.
1: Yeah, it's very dry. It's a very dry wine. That's nice. Yeah,
0: I do like that one.
1: I think you could probably also cook rice in this one. To be honest,
0: I like cooking rice in Moscato because it's the only good thing you can do with Moscato, if you ask me. That's true. Because <laughs> the, the, the um, Moscato is just too sweet. Even we have it. to drink. We will have to drink it for a certain project, but um, eventually, if eventually. Not but we're I think there. I trust you to find a decent Moscato that you. There is actually a couple of them.
1: There, there are a couple of I them, and I, I know Whole Foods has got two of them. Sidebar
0: conversation, but yeah. sidebar to Whole Foods. Yes,
1: sidebar to Whole Foods.
0: That's enough talking about Whole Foods. What's <laughs> going on in the gayhood, which ironically is Whole, Whole Foods. Foods,
1: right? We discussed the sco- We discussed the stories that are gay, gay adjacent, are just a little bit camp. Oh my. <laughs> I'm glad we
0: waited for Cole for some of these.
1: Oh yes. Can
0: I go first and get one out of the way?
1: Yes, and then I'll go next for mine. Well I, I
0: have two that I need to get out of the way. Oh, uh, oh yeah. so essentially
1: I'm going last twice. When
0: I've got one last one oh, okay. third but there's one.
1: You know what? You go and then just point to me whenever it's time. I will. No,
0: because I the first one's really sad. We had a lot we've had a lot of rain recently. Oh, oh yes. And like a lot. We had a complete flash storm on Monday and
1: was it Monday? was it
0: Monday? yeah it was Monday and the worst thing happened in that District Dogs which is a pet daycare the water rose so high it brought down the wall and
1: so by wall it's the glass front wall
0: yeah essentially it It smashed that the The, the 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 workers tried their best 20 dogs were saved but 10 were lost and right. oh my god everyone's was just hugging their dogs Monday night it right. was so sad so I didn't want to be really mention this and also I was like it's a go your own business and I didn't want to mention that because they're still trying to work out what the fuck went wrong because it had flooded before
1: I mean I'm going to lay the blame where it is the city
0: needs to engineer the storm system better yes we'll put yeah. it with the city yeah, but yeah that's very much where i put it just want to have a little little take our little hats off and raise a little glass to the, the poor little pups that didn't mm. make it. Yes. Um, other news that I had, and this was this really kind of shook me up a little bit on Sunday night, uh, two patrons of the two brewers in Clapham, South London, which was used to be my local, mm. uh, were stabbed as they left oh. in a hate crime. And that was really, that shook me up because I used to go on a Sunday, not making this about me. No. no. <laughs> but it was like, oh fuck, they were just there for the drag. That's like where well, Lavoie used to sing on a Sunday, we used to go get a few last drinks, Get a few last more. Flirt of the rugby team. (laughs) Flirt of the rugby team that usually were hanging out there. But no, it was it was like that's fucking sucks because it you know Sunday Clapham's a pretty liberal area. Really, are we are we going to be like that now? That's very sad. Yeah, you go because that's all depressing.
1: Well, and I have some more news from your country right now. Yay! Uh, The UK bathroom news.
0: (laughs) Oh, where you're
1: reducing gender neutral spaces. And I'm going to say this. I love the name of this agency because I don't think it's real. The Home Office's Department of for Leveling Up. For fuck's sake. Uh, is curtailing gender-neutral bathrooms. Uh, the news is that this is only going to take effect in England, so... If you're Scottish or Welsh or in Northern Ireland, it's not going to impact you at all.
0: Yeah, for those that don't know, it's, it's interesting the way the dynamic works in Britain is that England has a huge effect, like it is the dominant species of Britain in a way. But mm. actually, when they put their foot down, the, the other countries will turn around and go, no. no.
1: No, absolutely not. So what is going forward is that new bathrooms from now on have to be single sex, so male or female. And that they're getting rid of the gender neutral spaces. Under the guise of dignity and privacy for baby changing and nursing is what they're doing as opposed to having a gender neutral space.
0: Oh, fucking kids ruin everything. Oh.
1: They really truly do because let me tell you I love the gender neutral bathrooms here in DC because whenever I have to go I don't want to wait in a line. It's beautiful going to a gender neutral bath. I find there's
0: more lines. I like. I find like especially at trade it's easier to get a pee if you need to just go into the, into the urinal. Right. But... Not, but
1: but the, if you're, like, right proper, like, thank goodness, it's, like, whichever one's open.
0: Yeah. Pick yeah. One, you know. As long as there's a lot, some places really, I don't like, okay, uproar was a bit of a pain.
1: Oh, well, yes, yeah. But the trough.
0: But um, also, uproar down on the first floor. Yes. That was a pain, because there was only one down there. The only one. Well, that uh, sucks any yeah. other news I've well, only got one other bit but... well
1: I do have one other
0: bit let's go for it let's, let's, let's perk up let's go
1: <sighs> alright well oops she did it again when Miss Brittany S. Pierce is divorcing
0: yes and it is a little bit of a, of a pandemic at the moment
1: ah uh, yes it is so her husband of 14 months Sam um, Ashkari, I think is I he's know.
0: very handsome I forget how handsome he is very
1: handsome was a dancer on one of her videos.
0: Has she not learned this lesson?
1: Uh, has she not? <laughs> anyways, after 14 months, they are divorcing. But
0: they've been together for a while, haven't they?
1: I think they have been together for a while. Since, I think, the start of COVID, at the very yeah. least. But anyways, it is no more, that wedding. And all the memes are going around of, Thank Octavia Spencer for saying you better sign a prenup as soon as Britney Spears announced that she was getting engaged.
0: Uh, didn't she have a prenup?
1: I hope she had a prenup.
0: I See, what I've heard is that, is that she had a prenup. Because I, I would be surprised... And he's trying to
1: renegotiate it. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. yeah. I, I would be surprised if knowing how controlling her family was with her finances, they would allow her to get married without one.
1: Right.
0: So, yeah, there's just been a lot recently of that. I, I, mm. I feel sorry for Brittany. Um, oh, yes. I'm... I feel like K-Fed is yeah he he was the first one he was a douche but I think that he's no no
1: no no no. he's moved aside no 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 Jason Alexander was the first he
0: was the guy that was really he was the high school sweetheart wasn't he 55 hours yeah yes but when K I feel K-Fed now just wants to kind of like look after his sons I think he's kind of grown up a bit but ish, ish, but
1: I feel like he's still, like, manipulating the kids against her. Yeah. but I, I never... think he made a statement saying, you know, this is how many months it's been since she's contacted her kids. And I'm like, uh, uh, you know.
0: I think she's, I think she needs a good life management. Yeah. But what do you think? Because have you noticed this there's been a lot of divorces?
1: So there have been a lot of divorces. Gay, and separations. Separations, gays and straights.
0: Yeah, Ricky Martin.
1: Ricky Martin, Ariana Grande.
0: Okay, that is <laughs> creepy though. <laughs> that is very and creepy. And we discussed this last week. As I said, if I'm going to slap my husband, it's not going to be for that guy. Right. Uh, he played Spongebob.
1: I know, I know. Absolutely not. Uh, Billy Porter also, someone else around that time. He's
0: all, I love how Billy Porter's claiming that he's having to sell his house. And I'm wondering if the divorce is probably why he's having to sell his house.
1: I think the divorce divorce is probably the reason why. But I do feel like, yes, there's been an influx in divorces and separations. And I wonder if it's the COVID effect, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Because was it Joe and uh, Sophia Vergara? Yes. Which is such a sexy couple. They
1: were very sexy.
0: And Kiki Palmer. But that doesn't surprise me because her husband partner was really rude about her physical appearance in the video. And I think that actually... A little part of that, I don't want to say it was business, but Kiki's a very outspoken woman of colour and that is her brand. She is the woman that comes in and says what she's thinking. Mm -hmm. So to be told what to do by someone else, I think they were like, you... I, I wonder whether or not had she not been in the limelight she would have put up with it but I think she was fed up with it and that. I think she was like no I'm not having this because it's not good for her <laughs> absolutely not I will not be degraded I
1: will not be made to feel less
0: than but, and, and you know some and you can let stuff slip you know yeah. but when that is her we love Kiki Palmer because she doesn't that and you're like well honey you're not mm. putting your money where your mouth is yeah, yeah like so but yeah it is a, it is a bit it's tough because you know I, I've been married now seven years and and We, you know, we've had, we, we're going for interesting times, you know, with like the car and stuff and, you know, and you're kind of sitting there kind of going, keep, keep working on marriage, keep working on marriage, you know, and, and it's, it's so, so tough.
1: Yes. It's very tough. But
0: I, like I said, I
1: do think a lot of this is a little bit of COVID. Like, I feel like some of the relationships, like, you know, Ariana Grande at least happened during covid and it's just they ran their course, and I think they may have lasted a little bit longer than they were supposed to. And then you know some of them, it could have just in general have ran its course.
0: I still say Ariana Grande though. I love her. I'm not the biggest biggest fan of her music. Mm-hmm. I feel like her music is lazy uh, compared to what her voice can offer. Yeah, I think her breath is the worst. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do I love it. I'm in a, like a committed freeway relationship. For two weeks. And I'm like, well, let's see what happens when the poppers wear off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but I do I'm I'm upset with her for doing that in a sense that I feel that's what people are gonna look at her career. And this is she's in a defining point of her career and she decided to Like you know have a <laughs> yeah. yeah have an affair. Have an affair. <laughs> Not yeah. Divorce a
1: husband and then essentially go out with someone that was like i'm sorry like it's still my boy someone
0: did say put a photo up of taylor swift of some guy and someone said taylor swift in a rare photograph of her next single
1: (laughs) oh 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 oh, well it's probably coming
0: (laughs) we have to bring taylor in somewhere well well, we have to which really brings us on to what was your culture (laughs) for (laughs) the week?
1: well i thought you said you had
0: more more story here oh no actually that was britney Oh, oh wait, I think well, mine was pretty more like if the divorce is. Uh,
1: oh okay, yeah. okay, 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 fair enough. My culture of the week. So my little rundown, my food of the week was uh, eggs and purgatory. It just I needed to
0: make it. Is that the Nigella or, oh, oh yes, yeah. it was
1: the Nigella recipe. I just go in a cycle and I have to make it every few months and just it makes me happy. I've
0: not tried it yet. It is
1: so so easy. Yeah So very easy I'll walk you through it My drink of the week Was the Whole Foods Pre-made margaritas Because Boy howdy It was rather nice Not having to squeeze All those
0: limes To actually make a margarita Margaritas Fresh margaritas Seem fun
1: until you have
0: to squeeze all those lines. I, I, actually, that stuff was pretty good because it was quite... Especially with a lot of ice, you kind of watered it down. And yeah. I didn't feel buzzed up. I well felt buzzed, but I didn't feel like sloppy after that. Like,
1: I feel sloppy after like a mezcal margarita or a tequila margarita.
0: Good margarita is a good margarita. Right. But mixed margarita, is, it does yeah. its job.
1: Yeah, I didn't feel like... Oh, I'm dying. Uh, my song of the week or two songs of the week actually Dress You Up by Madonna throwback on that one throwback 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 and then Harvest uh, Rufus Wainwright's
0: version of it I don't think I know that one
1: it's a Neil Diamond song that he recorded with three other individuals that I'm blanking on it's actually very folksy like... well
0: I love Neil Diamond I love Rufus Wainwright might have to discuss yeah, that one you'll
1: have to it's very good uh, my musical of the week I went back and listened to the original Broadway recording of Evita
0: oh that's Patty isn't it
1: Patty and let me tell you that musical version is a lot grittier than the Madonna
0: version yeah break. it's a lot darker
1: a lot darker and I liked it a lot is that more.
0: um oh pa- uh, Mandy Potemkin wasn't yes,
1: it Yeah, Mandy Potemkin uh, and then I'm going to save my movie of the week because yeah, yeah I was going to well, say I'll, how we want to do this yeah, one yeah, yeah yeah I'll save my movie of the
0: week Well my book of the week was Secret City finally finished it 650 pages He finished I am so proud of you for finishing that It was good and I I, it was a very good book it's very dense you do have to really once you get the cadence it's quick Uh, the Reagan era is the most interesting because you had that whole conflict of like AIDS bringing it really out to the public Mm -hmm. so the whole book was about you know the secret gay life of DC highly recommend but it is a dense tone.
1: So answer me this. Does it start with FDR? Yes. Yes. And does it go beyond Reagan?
0: Yes. I think it ends with George Bush Jr. Jr. So, but it's okay, a okay. very short chapter. That's well, like okay. that's like cliche chapter not a section. Yeah. Okay. Reagan's the last juicy one and uh, Clinton because of Don't Ask Don't Tell. Yeah. Okay. But, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, through the week I did Ina's uh, white bean soup which is nice it's very throwing some veg it's nothing special but, but it but it hits the spot it it's a spot and then last night i had some leftovers i cooked a butter chicken uh, for guests on wednesday uh-huh. and i bought vegan uh chicken patties breaded patties and last for night the
1: bag- for the butter chicken no for oh, so okay. I,
0: I took some of this sauce from the butter chicken oh okay, okay. and then last I'm night I'm made the the patties but made a katsu curry with the the vegan and it was pretty
1: good oh okay okay uh, I like
0: this I'm liking this podcasts okay this is this is one someone chat at my wedding is <laughs> <It's> the
1: <laughs> I've seen this on Apple
0: yeah advertised. it's a it's a an investigative podcast T- lesbians got married, they went into the bathroom and found someone had shot in the middle of the floor of the bathroom. Oh. And oh. it's a joke comedy podcast about them trying to find it out.
1: It's like murder, only murders in the building. But yeah. A lesbian wedding.
0: But it starts off really funny. Uh-huh. And then the joke runs out. I binged it in a week and maybe if I'd done it week by week, because it's over now, It's compl- mm-hmm. and I got to the end. It's good. But unfortunately... Mm-hmm if it's an investigative podcast, you need a conclusion. And... There was no conclusion? Yes. Yes, there was no conclusion. Yes, there yes, was no conclusion. Oh,
1: okay. I was going to be like, there is, progress, there is yes.
0: concepts. And I feel that <laughs> they... It it needed some work. I feel like they could have really summed it up. And I felt that, especially the middle bits, they had a couple of stupid filler episodes. I think they wanted to the hit, hit 13 episodes. Okay, okay as a, as a minute which is the usual length of one yeah and I, I don't know it. What is good I would give it a go but it doesn't really have a conclusion
1: okay so you, I'm going to say this you haven't sold me on it yeah um one I think it's you know the concept is funny but I am typically a binger and if you're saying this is not a good binging yeah then I don't think I'm going well, to invest whereas Fire
0: Island is a good binge
1: which that's in my queue to listen yeah to this next. one was not the okay, strongest okay okay
0: uh, television, uh, Power Rangers Ninja Steel. Mm. <laughs> oh,
1: wow! Uh, Are we ten? <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Um, they, they they deleted all the back catalogue. So Ninja Steel was the earliest season because I I had not watched it for a while. So I yeah, I was like, I'm gonna start on Ninja Steel. Um, so I've been watching Ninja Steel.
1: Bless your heart. I, I can't work one. out
0: the Zords in this one. as a pickup truck and a wolf. Wait, a pickup truck and a wolf, as in a talking pickup truck. Yeah, there's like a giant. One of the Zords is a giant pickup truck, and the other one is a wolf, and a, and I can't even work out why. Like, there's no link to them. And one's a dragon, and one's a train.
1: I am so effing. And when it Mega
0: like the, the red, because the, the red Zord is always like a humanoid. Uh huh. Um, it like sits in it, but uh-huh. it has little legs dangling down. Like it's like um, uh-huh. looks like it's, it's got issues.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm striking my beard right now watching you. Yeah, it's weird. Yes, it does sound like it is weird. <laughs> uh,
0: Films of the week. Mm-hmm. Red, right, and World blue came out. I
1: imagine that you were going to watch this as soon as it came out. Well,
0: I like the book, but the book also right. was 100 pages too long. All right,
1: so my question is, did the movie resolve it? Was it good? Oh, you're making that face. You're making that Look, face. it's really
0: cute. It is. It's really great we have gay movies, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. but it But it's so... It's that person that you meet who's so eager to be liked, they don't give anything juicy about themselves.
1: Oh, it's all smoke and mirrors and so, no substance. Yeah.
0: Like, there is... There's two opportunities for them to be on either side, to have genuine conflict within their relationship. uh uh-huh. You know, you've got the son of a president who's going up for re-election, so you mm. could have like the whole thing about you know if he comes out, they're going to lose certain states which they need in the swing state era, right? And also you've got the whole royal family bit going on, but they just don't, they just so I feel, and I and I, I spoke to someone else about this, is that it's just so determined to be likable, mm-hmm. it's just really doesn't, I don't know, there's no grip to it and I feel that Mm. even a good Nancy Myers rom-com has that little bit of an edge so the conflict
1: it was like low stakes it's very low stakes
0: uh... and that was the problem with the book that it was 500 pages of low stakes
1: oh see I had I had contemplated I had contemplated you
0: will not regret watching it is very no likable. it was more
1: like I had contemplated reading it as opposed to watching it I mean
0: I think I've got the book if you want to borrow it the
1: book is I, I don't know that I do <laughs> I, I've been on the fence since you've read it That's it's fine. good
0: and this thing is it is a, and it is, sorry, it's really well acted and actually mm. like the, Amer- the son of the American president he's very cute and also he's very likeable mm. when it's I mean it has been pointed out that he could be a very annoying character mm. and actually he's not that annoying he's very and, and, it's, and it's genuinely funny in places but it it just I don't know it's just said it's better and I found this in the book it is very very low stakes and they were too afraid to go that route Mm. the other trouble is and this is going to probably get me you know cancelled cancelled is that it's written by a woman and so Uh, and uh, at one point they're they're fucking and it's quite you know reasonably graphic and it's what was that reasonably graphic reasonably graphic you don't see a penis in ass but you know you can tell what they're doing and
1: you
0: know he, who is what, who, <laughs> and he and you know one of them they start talking and uh-huh. saying stuff, and the hubs went paused it and went, was this book written by a woman? And I went, yeah. He goes, I can tell they're talking through sex, right? Um, and then the other thing is that the the royal family they've they've tried to base it vaguely on the structure of our one, and you have to remember that it was written when the queen was still alive, so uh. he would be for. Yeah, he's there's three generations of royal family at this point, active oh, oh, royal yeah. members. Yeah, yeah, so that's all good, but and and in it, his mum will be the queen. Ah, and his dad yeah. was an actor who had died, who was mm-hmm. very So there's bits, but they the book itself was very thin, thin on the royal side of things anyway, and the mm-hmm. film is even worse, and it's um, very much like it could be borrowed from. They have our royal family, but they, 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 they don't go in-depth with the structure. I'm not saying they should, but I feel like it's very American-centric. So I sat there kind of going... So you were pissed from a British standpoint? It, it just it just was very flimsy. And it was also... The other thing was it was written before Meghan. And this ah. is the thing. Is she wrote it, and then Meghan happened, and Meghan happened again, yeah, and Meghan all this. Again, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I felt that, that they didn't really give much oomph to the, that side of things it was a still very much show, oh our research is let's watch the, um, the Christmas Prince you know on, on Hallmark sort of uh, shit Yeah, okay but anyway enough said enough said but enough it's said. very good give it a watch but just it, I don't know I just felt it could have it, it should have been if it had been braver it would have been good
1: well I will say there has been a debacle with the film go okay. and that someone posted on either Instagram or Twitter or X or whatever it's called now female that she didn't know that gays could do missionary well
0: (laughs) listen to our podcast
1: right i'm like
0: we're doing missionary right now right (laughs) neither one of us are being served (laughs) the other funny thing was our friend adam put up he was watching it and someone commented on his post and went no spoilers i'm like Honey, it's it, it's an Amazon rom-com. I, I, yeah. yeah. You know what's going to happen before you start. Gaze, let's all calm down in DC, okay? You'll be bored of this within two days ago? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think everyone is bored of it already.
1: I, I, I'm not getting any trash on the fates for that. So
0: before we go into our mutual film, though, yes. last night, Hubs wasn't here, mm-hmm. I was going to watch A Star Is Born. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, we thought we was going to watch it, and you know, yeah, well, we're yeah, going to yeah. chat base in a bit. Oh, yeah. Just flicking through. Uh-huh they're soon to be leaving I like HBO they do that oh uh, sorry Max yes I watched Norma Ray oh oh um, it came up um, hence my opening comment I uh, love you uh, I really love you oh I, that's why I've never seen because it, it's, not, it's not the sort of film that's on no, it's not one that i, I knew of to. Norma Ray, yeah. and I, I, as someone who's in a union, I know of it and I know yeah, the references yeah. and gay's like the Norma Oh she's like Norma Ray out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I and I love Sally Field I love uh oh it's one of the um the Bridge brothers. Oh it's Bo Bridges in it. Yeah. Uh, no, it was really good. Good. Have you seen it? I think I saw it years, years back. Ago. Yeah, I, I could. Say, it's one of those films that people either go, "Oh, I love it," or I think I saw it years back. Yeah, um, and I don't
1: mean to like be glib about. It, but, like, I think I did have to
0: see it years back, and I'm like, but it's in that you know. filmed in that time in the seventies when. Everyone just looks hot the whole time. You know, not not sexy hot, but... Light, like, the lights are too right, bright. And they're moist. Head, and they've got yeah. that real deep 70s tan. Yes. But it is also based on the fact that that is used as a way of showing they are slightly in a low-income area. Mm-hmm. But no, really good. Really glad I watched it. Uh, Sally Field is is excellent in it. It's Sally Field. It's Sally Field. But, you know, when you look at someone like Sally Field, who you've seen, we see her later career, and going, well, this really... I mean, The Flying Nun and Gidget launched her. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. Uh, but... Literally. <laughs> Those ears. <laughs> it was... Or the it. sorry. Not... It, it's not as cutesy. as like, I kind of got the impression it might be a bit cutesy like, you know, plucky young thing. No, they. Mm-hmm. she's a very genuinely grounded character. So no, give Norma Ray before I lose Max. Mm. Um... Asteroid City! Asteroid City. So Daniel and I, we're gonna go, we were going to see us at the cinema. Oh, <laughs> right. I did not have a cinema week this week because I burnt through my films. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we were going to try and see this. It never came to the local.
1: It never... Didn't come to Atlantic, let's uh, be honest. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: I... saw something come up online and I uh-huh. said, Daniel, we're recording this weekend. Would <laughs> you like to stay a bit later and watch Asteroid City? It's I Pacific. said,
1: sure, let's start watching it at 6pm at night. And we did. <laughs> now,
0: had you seen... French Dispatch.
1: Yes, I had seen French Dispatch. Did you like French Dispatch? I thought it was okay. I thought it was a little bit long in the tooth for me, my liking.
0: So French Dispatch came out about the same time for me as the Christopher Nolan one, Tenet, mm-hmm. and both these great filmmakers mm-hmm. produced their two. I'm gonna put my hands up. Shoot me if you want indulgent films yeah. of their careers. Yeah,
1: I, I would say French Dispatch. There was no surprises. It was like all stereotypical Wes Anderson. I was like,
0: and the, and the, yeah. the individual stories of it made it quite, I think, quite boring. To oh be honest.
1: yeah, it it was very felt very long. However, very
0: long. If he had done that as a mini series and each episode, oh. it would have probably worked. <laughs> the break of not binging would have worked. Worked, quite but well. also if they'd done it on like Amazon and done it as a four part series, but yeah. to watch it as a movie it was hard if
1: you watched it as vignettes it would be perfect yeah
0: where I kind of work out what the hell the concept behind Asteroid City was in terms of we were watching a play that hadn't yet been made so we were watching a play that
1: had not yet been made uh, I think it was a metaphor for grief mm. like that's what I can work out because if you look there are the five stages of grief and there are different characters
0: that are clearly yeah. in stages I I loved it yeah
1: it, I, it was much better than French Dispatch. I will.
0: It's very him, though. it? Yes. I, I don't think he took risks in this one. No,
1: I'm going to say this. It was good to me. It was not Life Aquatic, Grand Budapest Hotel, Moonrise Kingdom. Mm. Like, I've, yeah, those, those, I've seen those are up there for me.
0: And if you like his like long pan, sh- the camera pan shots, the mm-hmm. tracking, yeah. which look great. I yeah. love how they work, and I love it when they they, they track with the actor and then they move into the actor. And yeah. I just I can imagine how it like, works visually. They're beautiful. It was a very gorgeous film. I, I do also feel like the play concept of it allowed them to create quite static. Sh- allowed them to get away with that. Mm-hmm. I did like... I mean, the use of uh, stop motion in it is Mm -hmm. is great. I felt that who was... um, Jason Schwartzman. Mm -hmm. I did not recognize at the start. I knew it was... He looked familiar, and I realized that they they were kind of taking him quite out of his role, which was interesting. Even though he's a state... You know, he's there, been there all the time. Whereas I thought Scarlett Johansson was a little bit unrecognizable whenever she first came on. Yeah. ScarJo's got an... An aura about her that kind of shines through quite quick. Like after no, it does
1: very quickly. But like at first, I was like, "Who is that?"
0: Yeah, yeah. and she had the glasses, and she really was quite. I think aged a little bit, but she's actually not young. You know, she's not old, but she's also like she's older than us. us. (laughs) And also, I the 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 kid that played Jason Schwartzman's oldest. Yes, he's in uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, the, he? yeah he's the uh, one that didn't he's like the real there's one of them that's really young in it all wow. the others are older and he goes back in time and de-ages himself I didn't realize that yeah he's really good in that I and mean, I'm glad to see he's kind of like putting his stuff in there I don't I thought the whole thing was really well done but it and like Steve Carell had that really weird role in it that
1: was such a I'm not gonna lie that was sort of a bit of a throwaway role yeah you know like if that role had not been in the film it, the film would still have gone on just fine the story would have gone on fine
0: and, and Margot, K- K- Margot Kidder uh, Margot Robbie Margot Robbie, Robbie that- has I won't go into her role but it's definitely the quirkiest bit of the proceedings
1: it's the quirkiest bit but without that entire scene the film doesn't make any sense
0: which is so curious because yeah. of the nature of it. So we have yeah, to watch it. Yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I really liked it. I, I, sat, I, I think it moved. It's one of those films that when it starts, you're like, this, is, this could potentially like, really drag. I felt that about No Country for Old Men. Like Within 10 minutes, was like, this is going to be a long two hours. And by golly, was it a long two hours?
1: But this one, who could pace? Yeah,
0: this who one I pace? thought was going to, I was like, ooh, this going to drag. And all of a sudden, it was like, no, it's coming to the end.
1: So I'm gonna say this: the one thing that I thought, you know, guess there were no major risks that were taken in this one. I think the one thing that annoyed me just a little bit was that he reused the xylophone notes from um, Grand, Bud- Grand Budapest Hotel. Like they're the exact same xylophone notes.
0: I do need to watch that. One.
1: Like it was one of these, and I was just like, "Oh, I know this." And it's like, oh, you've literally borrowed, like, an undersound score from one film and placed it to another. And I was just like, okay.
0: So he has, though, because he definitely has, Wes Anderson, two types of movie. And one is his stage sets movie. So that would be Life Aquatic, uh, Moonrise Kingdom, and Asteroid City. Yeah. And then he has his more open film. So Darjeeling Limited was his, wasn't it? Yeah. I've not seen Grand Budapest, but it feels like it's going to be a lot bigger. Yes, and yeah. uh, Roll Ten and Bounds, and they're 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 bigger. They they are yes. not as locked into that. He the, loves the scenery. And, actually, yeah. changes yeah. There is mo- motion. Motion. I. I like Isle of Dogs. I love I haven't seen Isle of Dogs is good. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's a good one. So when Death Dog stands at the top of the stairs, Uh she looks like the wolf.
1: Oh. And I always
0: imagine her raising her hand in support. But also, and it sounds so stupid, my my idiot brother always liked Fantastic Mr. Fox because he always imagined that the sun in it has a pair of tighty-whities, and he said someone's job was to make a pair of fox-sized tighty-whities. <laughs> but also the way Mr. Fox's back legs move like, statically, uh-huh. watch her back legs.
1: Oh, oh, I She did. looks
0: like the fox, far- it's really, I always say she's my little fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh. But no, so extra titty, definitely check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Well that's a once in a lifetime sexual experience we're never gonna repeat. Uh, I know. <laughs> So let's just talk about gay culture instead.
1: <laughs> we check the feeds, test the mood, and answer the question, what is gay
0: culture? <laughs> Bradley Cooper's nose.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Spot on, dear. Spot on that one. <laughs> um,
0: oh, well.
1: I was going to let you start this one. Uh,
0: so in case uh, this is, you know, I'll see a little bit after this happened. Bradley Cooper is uh, directing, starring, and producing a film about uh, the great not great I, I, I'm i sorry I don't think great's good enough uh, correct the film's called Maestro about Leonard Bernstein uh-huh. and quite frankly it's going to be and Carrie Mulligan's in it it looks gorgeous I'm very excited actually. very much a
1: film piece uh, uh, period piece sorry not film piece period piece sorry <laughs>
0: but in it Bradley Cooper who is not of Jewish heritage no he has got a prosthetic nose yes. now it makes him look actually quite the fuck like Blenna Bernstein it does it does but there has been questionable debates as to whether or not and this is a term coined by Sarah Silverman who ironically plays Bernstein's sister in this film hmm. Jewface. Face
1: well, well there we go
0: <laughs> so the question there, it, there's there's now debates as to what can be done in regards to altering an actor's physical appearance in preparation for a role Right, right,
1: absolutely. So I made the comment this past week. You made, yeah? I I made a comment, I made a comment to you, really, about this, um, that a lot of the pushback was like, oh, you know, he is, you know, know, whistle-dogging, for lack of a better word, of, you know, Jewish character, Jewish nose. And I said, you know, the backlash should be there if he is the only person that has altered their appearance in the film to look like the person that they're playing. I said, if Carrie Mulligan has altered her appearance to look like the person she is playing, then they're all trying to go for an aesthetic of looking like they're playing. But if he is the only one that is doing so, then you have to look at the motivation as to why you're doing it. Because if no one else is changing, why are you changing?
0: Also, though... Just inhabit them. (laughs) But then at the same time, it's when you've got like a an ensemble cast I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure at the extent of how they focus on it yeah. is that if he is the character that's carrying the film mm-hmm. and this is the what he needs to do he feels to get into this role mm-hmm. and it's important for him as the figurehead of it mm-hmm. to do it
1: yes now you actually I'm going to use your words against you you brought up a wonderful counterpoint to that though
0: yes and that is what that he when he was on stage as Joseph Merrick yes the who yeah. um is alternately known as the Elephant Man. Correct. But obviously, that is an offensive phrasing. Yes, now. but it's the name of the play. Okay. <laughs> he did not use makeup. Now he did. He did contort his body.
1: He contorted, but there were no prosthetics. There was nothing other than a cane. As a role prop.
0: made famous by David Bowie. Yes. Yes. But no. So I do think that's also that, and also the the issue of that a little bit is that uh, is like live. Uh, that's. Theatre, you know, what John Hurt went through for the film was extensive mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. So, yes, was could he portray Leonard Bernstein without a nose? Yes. Yes, he could. Absolutely. And I think this is... And actually, what I have gone through a couple of... Art, I've read a couple of articles about this. Yes. Please teach me. Teach but, me. But actually, to be honest, the articles more than anything are... I don't read articles for information. I read them to get an understanding of what the debate is and the conclusions people are kind of coming to. Sure. And one is that this isn't... No, Def Dog. Um, this isn't a... There is no conclusion to it, And even, like, you know, the, the is it the Anti-Defamation League? Yes. Have come in and said, this is, really isn't offensive. Yeah. They've said, he he's doing it to look like a individual, not like a race. Correct. And that is... And, and then, of course, the other story is that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has been vying to play this role. Mm. His mother's Jewish. Mm. Yes. Now, but they reference the fact his mother is Jewish, which means he is of Jewish heritage, but not culturally oh, yeah. Jewish. Right. So, and again, we're, we're coming for this. I also want to point out, and I did actually put this in here, that neither Daniel and I um, are... What's it? Neither Daniel and I are part of an ethnic minority. Correct.
1: <laughs> We're much British We're Americans.
0: British, British. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sixth generation Londoner, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, uh, there is rumours in the family, but that's another story. Um, well. But we have both been victims to a limperist sort of thing. That is... The, yeah, yes. yes. So, as is, do the, it right now. now. <laughs> so it is... And this is the thing I am... I, I'm buying towards the fact, yes, you do have to be careful of what you, re, what you do. You do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if Leonard Bernstein had, I mean, um, he was culturally Jewish from what I can gather from this. I believe so. It right? So the dog is chewing at something, but I'm not going to get anything like that out of her mouth. She'll be fine. Um, but if Leonard Bernstein was of Jewish heritage, mm-hmm. but not culturally Jewish, would this be an issue? So, like, if his dad had been Jewish and his mum had been Christian, but he had inherit he had inherited his Biggest dad's features, speech- n- and then so Bradley Cooper uh, decided to put the nose on to look more like him, but he wasn't. He didn't represent himself as Jewish. Would it be an issue?
1: I don't know. I I'm still, and I hate saying this. I still go back to my thing. Is like, did anyone else in the cast, you know, augment their appearance? Because by the same token. My counter to that was the fact that we have Oppenheimer.
0: No one altered their appearance at all for Oppenheimer. Well, technically, well, they they didn't prosthetically, but Cillian Murphy lost a ton of weight to play that role.
1: Right. That, but that was losing weight. That wasn't changing the appearance of a prosthetic. Like,
0: like, There was criticism for who recently wore a fat suit in a role. Um, fat suit in a role. Oh for the Clinton drama Um, The one about uh, Monica
1: Yes Who wore a fat suit
0: Oh She played the the Sarah Paulson Sarah Paulson wore a fat suit To play Lean Cuisine Woman
1: (laughs) I mean the Lean
0: Cuisine of it all though Let's face it You
1: can't call her Lean Cuisine Every
0: scene she ended with her In a Lean Cuisine (laughs) But But the thing is If it's what, losing weight and creating the illusion of, like, no weight or gaining it is the same thing. It's the augmentation of that. I guess the question is, does
1: he actually look like Leonard Bernstein with the nose?
0: Kind of does. Okay.
1: Then there's no debate then.
0: No, I... The I he made a mound out of a molehill. I think it's, it's interesting that someone had said that... Actually, the best article I read... I, 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 Read about it. Was that we have to keep learning? Yes. And it is. It is going to change eventually, you know. And at the same time, is like so. Someone dyeing their hair is changing their look, you know. Someone, you know, ginger. You know, ginger people are, or redheads are very few and far between. You know, if yeah. someone puts a red wig on, is at one point someone's going to turn around and go, That's, red- anti- That's offensive, you know. <laughs> and it is. It is going to get there. I think had this been a, and I hate to bring up some past trauma for you oh. a Lydia Tar style film <laughs> but in which it wasn't about Leonard Bernstein but it was about um, a film that was very much an amalgamation of that then there would be more Mushu. issue yeah. but I think that yes do we have to be careful has this brought up a good has this brought up a good discussion yeah yes I feel that people need to say and his family have turned around and said no we think it looks good we, we feel like it's reflecting him mm-hmm. but you know that also comes down to Leonard Bernstein. I think has very dark hair. Yes. Whereas Bradley Cooper is a beautiful dusty blonde. Yeah. Dog, you are no. You. you go Remember right. Nice and cool out there. If he was to put on a black wig, mm. is that? Again, it's like, and it, and, it, and I get, I know the trouble is, it's not. I feel the issue is more with the fact that, not so much that he augmented his face, was that how he did it is a very sensitive feature.
1: Yes, yes. Had it been the hair, less. Yeah. So,
0: and we get that the nose was is being used, and especially we're looking between, 1939 and 1945, an extensive amount of that. Yes. And and, because the other thing that came out and it's funny it was about the nose because the actor that played Fagin in the Oliver film Mm -hmm. regrets having a fake nose Mm -hmm. because Fagin was never referenced as Jewish but it was very much hinted that he was of Jewish background and because of that it it fed into that narrative
1: right but I mean if you go beyond Fagin like if you look historically like even with the character Shylock like
0: yeah, and, and that's, that's like, the trouble, it's got the Shylock shy knows, don't uh, they? Yeah,
1: it's like, you know, Shakespeare like was trying to do a stereotype um, for the pound of flesh, and, you know, we've got a theatric
0: trope that's been around for centuries now, so... But interestingly, though, what the debate has come up with is that, yes, no one now is really is back-facing anymore, apart from stunt doubles... Oh. And they said that this actually has brought up an interesting debate, which has been fed into the strikes at the moment of stunt people having their skin darkened and, and having textured hair wigs. I did not know that. Yeah, that, I read that today. I did not. Know so, that. so they're looking at it has opened up the debate of, and also is like, let's open up the industry to mm-hmm. minorities, not just mm-hmm. no. I think we did this without getting reasonably cancelled.
1: I, I think so. I think so. I think so well.
0: Talking to someone that never get cancelled, Madonna.
1: Well, there were two big musical milestones that happened this week. There was. There there were indeed. So Madonna turned sixty five this week. Happy birthday, Madonna. And Lady Gaga's premier album, The Fame, turned fifteen years old today.
0: This week, sorry, not today. This week. And this was one of the ones You know again curtain and Paul back That we Daniel and I These both came up I, I I really like Madonna I'm not the biggest fan of her At the moment I don't know. She, She's become a little bit desperate Well it's more of I don't quite know What's going on with Madonna I Yeah I And also like Her last couple of albums I loved Is it Confessions of a Dance Floor? Yes That I mean that God that album That's what At least That's at least almost twenty. Is it twenty? I was in second year of university when that came out. It might be. So it's come up nineteen years old. That was because that was hung up, and that was a really good. That was such a good song. They used the the ABBA beautifully. They
1: used the ABBA breath.
0: Yeah. So I. But then she's done songs like Bitch I Am. I don't even know what that song is because I just see the video Bitch up- I'm Madonna. I see the yeah. video in Uproar, but I've never actually heard the song. <laughs>
1: oh, it's it's
0: not a great song,
1: I'm not gonna lie. It's catchy, but it's not good.
0: And and so part of me really what thinks that Yeah, Madonna I feel is is she has chased her youth. Yes. And actually I wonder if she was to take a leaf out of a One Miss Taste Wizards book and do a pared-down ballad album... Mm. Oh, the, she'd have so many good ones. And if she also... So Dame Shelley Bassey a few years back, uh, released an album called The Performance. Right. And... For those that don't know, I see Shelly was gold finger. And yeah. she's a consummate professional. She you know, she still has voice coaching lessons to keep her voice strong. Yeah. But she got contemporary artists to write an album for her. So each um, artist picked a song. There's a Rufus Rainwright one, which is very Rufus Rainwright. There's a yeah. song called Almost There, which I think is, should be a stand of hers. Wonderful, yes. And she asked young artists to write music for her all of which many gay guys worshipped her and right. wrote these beautiful songs I think Madonna could do something like that yeah, and put her career into someone else's hands call the album Someone Else's Hands because yeah, it shouldn't be hers, hers. <laughs> and, and see but she and I I adore Madonna for what she has done but I I'm, I'm kind of like oh, okay here we go
1: but we grew up on Madonna
0: so, I have to ask you this question. Yes. What came first for you? Her name or her music?
1: Uh, For Madonna? Yeah. Um. Her name actually came first yeah, for me. Yeah, same. Yeah, her name came first, and then I was actually introduced. I looked this up. The first album of hers that I knew of was Ray of Light.
0: Oh my gosh, you're so much younger than me.
1: No, but... No, what I'm saying yeah. is like, that was the first album that I knew was Madonna.
0: And then I learned about the earlier stuff. So I remember girls in the playground at school doing Like a Prayer. Mm-hmm. And they would do like, their little dance routines to it. And yeah. I didn't know that was Madonna. I knew of Madonna mm-hmm. uh, because Dick Tracy had watched that with mm-hmm. my parents. Mm-hmm. And I knew Like a Prayer. And I didn't I turned out Like a Prayer, actually. I only, I first, I heard Like a Prayer for the first year As just a playground song. (laughs) And I didn't realise it was a huge gospel number. (laughs) Strangely enough, um, a bunch of white girls on the Surrey border really did not hit the nights (laughs) that Madonna was hitting. And then, obviously, there was a bigger... And she really... There wasn't so much controversy, but I remember when uh, Vita came out, and that was a big thing, and that kind of launched her. Yeah. But, again, Ray of Light... Have you ever seen a meme of um, gays in July? I don't know why I have a cold and then gays in June. It's like the... video. It turns into Ray of Light. Yeah, yeah the,
1: yeah.
0: the first incarnation of Madonna, I actually remember seeing live. Uh-huh. So, like, obviously I knew of the boobs and of that. Yeah, yeah, the but the one right, I the really right, do yes. remember was the um, Frozen era.
1: Well, that was Ray of Light. Was that Ray of Light? Yeah, I thought Ray of Light
0: was music. No.
1: Music was on it too. Like Frozen
0: music was on it. Like, yeah. Wasn't music an album? What was the album of the country song on it? Uh Ray of
1: Light, I believe.
0: No, because Frozen was that weird cold era, wasn't it? I got yes. a game she, to, she No, went, it was on Ray of Light. How many fucking eras did she go through in one album? A lot. That was probably our last good album. That was probably our last solid, consistent yeah, album. I yeah. think that's the last one my parents because after
1: that was the American Dream one and that one was not uh... that
0: was the one I'm thinking of which she was the cowgirl on the oh, front yeah, of yeah, it and yeah, she did yeah, that and she yeah. was in that film with Rupert Everett yes and, and really- she did um, and that's what she did American Pie the music for yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: she lost it in England when she did Die Another Day
1: uh, I think she lost in the States too around it. Some
0: people really love that out that track over here.
1: I, I am not one of those individuals. We're never
0: the biggest fans when Americans try and tackle it. Though Chris Cornell did an amazing one for Casino Royale. Absolutely, absolutely. And then Jack Quiet. Oh, I love Jack Quiet, but my god, is that the best you could pull out? You know. We've seen your best of mates. You're not you're not delivering. And that one's not on there. <laughs> but no, I think the Madonna I, I I I feel she has done so much for the industry. Mm-hmm. So the question is, because uh-huh. I feel she does. She, she chases, she chases, she's a ratings chaser. Yeah, absolutely. The fads. Fads. Do you think that Gaga's going to have to go through that? Or do you think that Madonna has paved a way by doing this that will allow Gaga to be more authentic? So
1: I think she has paved the way for Gaga. And I think that Gaga has sort of gone through that transition herself. Yes. Because if you look at it, so there is a conspiracy theory out there that actually sort of follow, is that the fame and the fame monster...
0: Two good albums. Well, one is an EP, sorry.
1: Yeah, two great albums are actually commentaries about the celebrity of it all. And then it's her actually looking at her albums afterwards of still critiquing the celebrity system. And that her performances with like Tony Bennett and like her stripped down jazz... You know, piano earthy ashwath and a Gaga.
0: Yeah. Wh-
1: and I only say this.
0: I only say this because of brown eyes. Yes. Now, the thing with Gaga. Gaga. Was... Because she, she was so young. She was 22? Yeah. And she'd written some... She had, they said she was a songwriter. What, how, what that actually means in industry, God <laughs> who only who knows. Who knows? But I remember when that song came out. And that video... Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are, again, I think we said this, I'm 38 and I never know how you are. 34, 34. 34. Yeah. That video was, was it, everywhere. Everywhere. But also, the Just Dance video was not Gaga doing like huge routines. That came no. with the EP. It no. was a filmed at a house party with a spotlight and a handy cam. Yes. It was low budget. Low budget. But highly effective, highly effective, and who was the guy in it? Colby something. Oh, he's the guy that committed suicide. Did he die? Yeah,
1: and I think he was tied to Ariana Grande.
0: What the singer or the singer? Singer, yeah. 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 God, she's no. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but his song came out, and it was excellent. The whole yeah. album was excellent. Yeah, and then she released Poker Face after that, which was a little bit
1: more higher stakes, like with the filmography. Like,
0: and then uh, Paparazzi. Yep. Which is again tracking
1: this narrative—the fame.
0: Boys, 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 boys. Excellent song, boys, boys. Summer loving, summer loving. We're gonna have to have this on after this.
1: Yeah, we are. Then absolutely.
0: she released the Fame Monster EP. Bedroom, <sighs>
1: Bad bedroom.
0: Bad Romance was huge.
1: Bad Romance was one of my favorite songs. Dancing
0: in the dark. I oh, love dancing the, in the dark. The, the melody on that is it.
1: I played that on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. That one got me through a breakup.
0: And then she goes after that.
1: Yeah.
0: And we're not going to go too much into Born This Way. Uh-huh. Born This Way, we already heard the main song. Mm-hmm. Because uh, obviously that came out just... No, what, what murder had happened that Born This Way had come out about? Because it was... she Didn't she release Born This Way, the song, as a reaction to an incident? I don't remember. But she did Born This Way. Uh-huh. Released... Edge of Glory we're so like okay yeah. two banger singles yeah starting the Born this Way album comes out and well, Judas first song what's the first song on that album I don't remember Marry the Night <gasps> can you imagine oh, playing yes. that song sorry, sorry. now yes, I also yeah. ladies and gents this was an era when I ordered that album off Amazon and it luckily turns up a Monday morning before mm-hmm. I left for work because I started work a bit later then mm-hmm. I had just enough time to put the CD into my computer, load it onto iTunes, and then load up my iPod. And screw away. And I walk to work, I press play, and then Marry the Night comes on, and oh I'm like, the God sophomore slump does Night. not exist. No. But, and I bought, so I bought myself, though, the original Fame Monster, uh, the Fame album. Mm-hmm. When I passed my uh, provisional driving test, oh, yeah, my, oh. uh, but no, I I Gaga is so interesting, and I and, and she's an era based because let's face yeah. it, she did when she she has ears when she sung hold my hold my hands at uh, the Oscars, everyone was like going, why is she so gritty? And then everyone was like, she's playing uh, Harley Quinn at the moment. She's in that she's in she's still in, she's yeah. she's in character. Yes. She and then Paris Hilton tried to destroy her at one point, mm-hmm. and then that never worked because because she did have some of her albums have. So I liked... I've not heard the whole of Joanne. Yeah. But what was the album that came after Born This Way? Art Pop. Art Pop. That one's okay. That had its moments. It was more of an experience, and I don't know... I did like Applause... Mm-hmm. I like Venus because that's got yeah, a catch, but Venus, Venus has a, a catchy bit in it. Yeah. Venus then is, I thought she should a song of R. Kelly called "Do What You Want On My Body."
1: Yeah, yeah, that has not aged. And
0: she, well, oh, she's removed it, hasn't she? she yeah, did. yeah. I and also for those that don't also remember when Gaga like came out, she had looks. Yes and we're talking the meat dress <laughs> the meat dress was one
1: yeah I mean there was also the um, Kermit the Frog Kermit the Frog and there was the injections underneath the eyelids and up above and yeah
0: she she and it was a big thing she had look she would come yeah. out in a unique look every time every single time no look was repeated and do you remember when she carried around the purple cup and saucer because she well, it was a thing against recycling and yeah. it was trash and she would actually walk out of meetings holding a teacup yeah Gaga, I think, is going to last because I think Gaga has learned to navigate an industry and just when you think she's down, she's back.
1: Well, I mean, she just has a residency in Las Vegas. But even
0: it. the acting—yeah, she's going to play like a huge DC um, villain. Our but yeah. Umargo Robbie's already made her own but mm-hmm. she's found a way to do it in a neat way. She, she's, she's good. I'm, I'm so excited. When you say it's 15, I did feel a little bit old. And then well, yeah. of the things I've done in 15 years, I'm like, oh, I've actually kind of lived a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel Madonna... She owes a lot to Madonna. Yes. But I also feel Madonna can maybe learn a bit off Gaga.
1: Yes. Being relevant.
0: Relevant. 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 And just in case you can turn to her dress and go,
1: Hey, Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gaga. <laughs>
0: Miss Piggy. Ironically, she had the... She would a whole... Didn't she do a whole special with the Muppets? Yes. God damn it. Like, was... she she knew... the stick and just so and the the one thing i love love and then we'll move on for gaga is that when she worked with tony bennett she actually had training how to of people living with the conditions and actually when you watch interviews she's been called out in a positive way by mental health professionals saying how she uses cues comforting hand movements familiarity she really worked with Bet Tony Bennett as an individual, not as an artist, and that's spectacular. She's just a great person. She's, a, I think, she genuinely is. She's a great person. Lady Gaga, Stephanie, we love you. We love you. Right, so. Yeah. We don't really have a Gags and Goop this week no. as we come to the end of our show. Yes. But I I want to do something. I'm, I'm going to call it Picture It Sicily. Oh, uh, yes. Picture so we had Sicily. some peeps over on Wednesday. A couple mm-hmm. of people we hadn't seen for a while and they're heading off. So we had a little bit of dinner.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And we were chatting about something and I put a scenario out. Okay. This is where we're going. I need to pour some more wine. You do <laughs> it's But I think you... And, and I said it and someone looked at me like... Well, they went. Oh, actually, that's that's kind of clever. Uh huh. So, for when we don't have a new story that we can really, you know, root ourselves in, I will present, or we can present each other with maybe a scenario. Okay. So, Daniel. Yes. You're in a bar. hmm A man comes over to you. Yes. Who clearly likes his own scent, and by that is slightly on the pungent side, intentionally.
1: As in he's a no-deodorant household?
0: He's a no-deodorant household. Okay. But you can smell it for a leather jacket.
1: Oh, God. Okay.
0: He sees you react mm-hmm. and accuses you of kink-shaming. But if his sexual kink is his scent and you have smelled it, uh-huh. has he pulled you into his sex life without your consent? I
1: think he may have. I didn't ask to be a part of this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you get what I'm? Do you get now? What does it all make sense? No,
1: no, no. You said it would make sense. No, I think he did pull me into something I didn't want to be a part of.
0: So he has no right to kink shame. Oh, he could. He can claim it, but he also admit that he also
1: yeah pulled pulled into the narrative. I. This is not that. That being said, this is not my kink. I don't ask for it. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay, Max yeah the of Sicily.
0: Okay. <laughs> am I forgiven <laughs>
1: you are very much forgiven like it was one of these you were very cryptic and I was like I don't know where we're going with this and now it makes sense yeah.
0: no and I think in our community we have we uh, uh, the reason I actually just kind of for me came about a little bit was uh-huh. that we are in... Uh, our community is going for a phase of wanting very clear lines. And actually, we yes. need clear common sense. Yes. And we need to understand we're all adults. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. If you are generally... I don't like bad BO smell. I'm no, sorry. No, um, Actually, the, the friend that we who was over was chatting. He goes, you know what? I He goes... The only, the smell I don't mind is if someone's been like at work all day and it's that manly musk. And he goes, it's a bit... That's different. Off. Yeah. That is but different. he said he, he'd hug someone. It was definitely like it had come for a leather jacket. And he said it was just disgusting. He oh. just, it just, it didn't... And, and a lot of it though, it's not so much a smell. Sometimes it's a trigger that it tells you that they're, un- they're not clean. So I'm going to throw this out on you. It's like if someone's kink is water sports and they come up
1: to you in the same bar and they start pissing on you. Yeah. It's literally the same thing.
0: Well, I had a friend uh-huh. in England who was having sex with someone and the guy decided to piss on him. And he didn't ask? He didn't ask. And, he, and no. it and there wasn't in sheets down in the bedroom.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah. We don't do that. We have to ask before ask. we do that. But no, that was my little thing. Yeah, yeah. But I believe you have a word for us. I do have a word. And it's called deodorant. <laughs> it's called aluminum. It's called axe. <laughs> yes. It's called velicor. It is the strange wistfulness of a used bookshop.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yes,
1: it's a very nice one. I, it feels very fall like as we're waning of summer. I feel like it's very appropriate.
0: Mm-hmm. And what's your petticoat lane, apparently?
1: My petticoat lane. If you have. People
0: with B.O. in bookshops. <laughs> yes, people with B.O. in bookshops.
1: No, if you have the audacity to have what is called a nine hour meeting for two days in a row, it is not a meeting, it is a workshop. And if you have the audacity to change the name to retreat, it needs to be away and off campus and there needs to be catered. I was actually about to say,
0: is that a retreat? Because at work, they call them retreats, even though they're not actually retreating anywhere.
1: I would say it is not. You need to be off campus in a new location that is neutral and does not have the problems there. There should be, at the very least, snacks. Not saying a lot, but some snacks and a little bitty catered lunch would be nice. Show some appreciation. There
0: and so with that what's the culture for next week
1: oh for next week I
0: don't even know at this point maybe it's going to rain again I think we're winding down summer a little bit yeah but I, I like me and you are fall creatures so we I feel we're creatures. like we're like summer's been nice but we're ready for that sort of focus I've been actually really like financially but also next year preparing what I want to do next year Yeah. as you know I've got big Plans. I've got a, a yeah. certain thing I really am trying to look at doing, yeah, 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 which will be announced when it's official. Yeah, don't get too excited, it doesn't affect anyone listening, but for me, it's a very, very big step in it. It's a big milestone, I wanted to go through, yeah. And so, I am, I don't want to wind down the year yet, but at the same time, as I'm, I for me, I'm entering this position of what have I learnt this year what are we taking on next year what do we actually need to do next year
1: yeah I'm very much I'm looking forward to folklore season thinking of Taylor Swift I'm ready for the witchy season yeah and I've got some
0: lovely I've got a lovely couple of sweaters for the so no I'm I'm just ready to kind of sit down focus and I yes I'm I'm hitting my patsy year next year darling darling but with that I okay. <laughs> so Daniel, for a quiet week, do you think we covered everything?
1: Darling, my dear, somehow we have barely set the agenda still. <laughs> Cheers.
0: Shards. <Cheers. laughs> You've been listening to Bitches with Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use.
1: We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers.
0: Cheers.